Oh, hi there. Welcome back. Thanks for 90k. We made it. Um, very close to 100k. That's that's gonna. That's a um, huge landmark for me. Posted 10 hours ago. Tiny crowd. Total total failure. Might have said Trump holds most deranged event yet. Yeah, yeah. Lock him the fuck up. Shouldn't be running program. any fucking more deranged events. And live in an eligible zip code. I'm Ben Micellis uh, from the Midas Touch Network. Donald Trump held a very bizarre and unhinged rally in Waco, Texas. I want to go over with you what took place in this incredibly traitorous, dangerous, and very strange event uh, that Donald Trump took part in in front of a very, very, very small crowd. It's not a coincidence that Donald Trump chose to speak at Waco, Texas. That is the site over 30 years ago. It's now the 30th anniversary of the Waco siege where a religious cult known as the Branch Davidians, led by someone named David Koresh, was stockpiling unlawful weapons. The ATF, the Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms Bureau within the Department of Justice, went to execute a search warrant, the Branch Davidians started shooting at the ATF members. Four ATF members died, and after a 51-day standoff, uh, dozens of Branch Davidians uh, died as well. But uh, the Branch Davidian Waco situation is something frequently uh, that is talked about by domestic terrorists, and it was actually what was pointed to by the Oklahoma City bombing uh, the terrorist Timothy McVeigh. Uh, when he carried out the Oklahoma City bomb. So this is why Donald Trump chose to speak in Waco, Texas uh, on the 30th anniversary. This is also one of the reasons why the House MAGA Republicans held a hearing uh, this past week where they attacked the ATF and are calling for the abolition and defunding the ATF. But let's go back now to the event, and I want to play you some clips so you can just see for yourself just how completely deranged Donald Trump Trump is and this event is. And then after, I want to talk to you about the media coverage of this event so you can see how incongruent and just how both sides the media tries to present this complete and utter insanity that I'm about to show you. So going to Donald Trump's speech, again, in front of a very small crowd in Waco, Texas, maybe a thousand people, a few thousand people, not a big crowd at all. During the speech, Donald Trump began by talking about how he talked to Putin, how Putin's on top of his game, how President Xi's on top of his game, uh, how Putin is going to take over Ukraine. Here, play this clip. I used to talk to Putin. I got along well with Putin. I used to talk to Putin about it. It's something he certainly had in his mind, never even talked about it. For four years, you didn't even hear about it. As soon as I was out or left or however you want to describe that catastrophe, They started putting soldiers on the border. But even then, he didn't want to do it. He wanted to get a piece. Now it looks like he'll end up probably getting the whole thing. But I've never seen anything like it, what's happened. And if you saw the other day with President Xi, smart, top of his game. President Putin, smart. 
very smart people standing there talking about the world order for the next 100 years. That's one of the saddest things you can imagine. One of the saddest. Oh, and I forgot to mention that at the start of the event, before Donald Trump spoke, uh, they told the crowd to put your hands over your heart uh, for the singing of the Justice for All song by Donald Trump and the January 6th choir. Watch this disgusting cult behavior. Ladies and gentlemen, please rise and place your hand over your heart for the number one song on iTunes, Amazon, and the Billboard charts. Justice for All, featuring President Donald J. Trump and the J6 Choir. Then Donald Trump pivots to the big lie and spreading conspiracy theories about the 2020 election. Here's Donald Trump saying that he won in 2016 and 2020. Play the clip. They don't like it. They don't like it. We won in 2016. We won by much more in 2020, but it was rigged. Donald Trump then blames the United States Supreme Court for why he lost in the 2020 election and says the Supreme Court didn't do the right thing. And he also goes and says that tax returns are sacred and that he thought lawyers are sacred. And now that lawyers have to testify, it uh, is no longer a sacred profession to be a lawyer. Uh, I have no clue what he's talking about uh, here. Well, I'll surmise what he's talking about. Well, his tax returns were turned over, the Supreme Court ordered that they be turned over. And there is not a complete taxpayer's privilege where you engage in criminal conduct. Also, every single president turned over their tax returns other than Donald Trump who lied that he was being audited and that's the reason why he couldn't turn over uh, his returns and then the reason that his lawyer had to testify or his lawyers have had to testify before the criminal grand jury and special counsel Jack Smith's ongoing investigation is because federal courts and federal judges have made determinations that Donald Trump was using the legal representation in furtherance of a criminal scheme here play this clip of Donald Trump. But the Supreme Court is afraid, just like Republicans are afraid, to do something about what has happened. And they have to fight. The Supreme Court didn't have the courage to right the wrong of the 2020 election. They knew what was going on. Tax returns were always considered sacred. Lawyers, in their own way, if you can believe this, were considered sacred. Today, lawyers go before... Grand juries all over this place, if they happen to be lawyers representing Republicans, and they treat lawyers like they're criminals. It used to be if you had a lawyer, the lawyer was somebody that was very much considered from the standpoint of what we're talking about above reproach. Now they get thrown in with everybody else, and it's a very unusual situation that's taking place and again legal scholars can't believe what they're witnessing here donald trump talks about stormy daniels and said there wasn't an affair and he goes and just is a misogynistic and just hateful uh, term that he calls her he calls her horse face here play this clip you know uh marjorie is here truth to vote and they found at least five million instances on tape and the courts didn't want to even look at it. The district attorney of New York under the auspices and direction of the Department of Injustice in Washington, D.C., was investigating me for something that is not a crime, not a misdemeanor, not an affair. 
I never liked horse face. I never liked it. I never, it's just not, it's a terrible thing. That wouldn't be the one. There is no one. We have a great first lady. Then Donald Trump tells the crowd how he, he never knew what a subpoena meant before, her. and now he's Cornered able to her, recognize, said. based on the color, what the type of uh, subpoena he's receiving. Play this clip. I didn't know what... She's, Stormy Daniels said that Diaperdine cornered her as she was coming out of the bathroom. I shit you not. That was rape. What subpoena meant... Now I'm one of the kings. I know we, I can look at the color. I can tell you where that one came from. Oh, that's a nice. Which is another lie, because his mentor was Roy Cohen, a famous, infamous mob attorney. Now, if I didn't do all that stuff, or if I was doing badly in the polls, instead of the numbers we are at 69 and 59 to a very small number, uh, it would, you know, they wouldn't be going after me. When they go after me, they're going after you. Donald Trump's next big thing he's talking about with the crowd is baby bonuses. This is part of the dog whistle that he makes about white replacement theory. And so his whole thing is, is, is it's very much in line with kind of authoritarians and very kind of Hitler-esque about supporting a master race. And he's not using those exact terms, but what he's referring to the crowd is we need a baby boom. And he's referring to certain types of babies. Here, play this clip. We will support baby bonuses. So many people like that for the new baby boom that will be coming. So then he goes from talking about baby bonuses to freedom cities. He wasn't able to even build a wall. He claimed Mexico was going to pay for it. They didn't pay for it. Steve Bannon claimed that he was going to go fund me, raise a a GoFundMe money, which Steve Bannon then used for uh, himself, apparently. And he's being criminally prosecuted (laughs) out of uh, New York. And Donald Trump pardoned Steve Bannon for that. But Donald Trump couldn't even do the most basic tasks. Uh, He couldn't even figure out how to, like, uh, just do anything. And now he's saying um, he's going to build freedom cities. He couldn't build it. He couldn't get infrastructure. couldn't get a health care plan. And now he's saying he's going to build new freedom freedom cities, new monuments, and classical-style buildings. Play this clip. Talking about greatness for our country again, our objective will be a quantum leap in American standards of living. We will hold a competition to build new freedom cities throughout our country. Freedom cities. Those are like PR stunts. Dudes. I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. Donald Trump held a rally in Waco, Texas to mark the 30th anniversary of the Waco siege where ATF agents within the Department of Justice were shot at. Four ATF agents were killed by this religious cult that was virulently against the United States government that was stockpiling illegal weapons. This religious cult called the Branch Davidians led by a cult leader.
leader named David Koresh. Uh, eventually, dozens of Branch Davidians died in the standoff with the government, which ultimately was one of the factors that Oklahoma City terrorist Timothy <laughs> McVeigh cited for the reasons he attacked the FBI building. So this is where Donald Trump chose to hold his rally and the other MAGA Republican circus followed. I want to show you right now what took place before Donald Trump took the stage. As I always say here on the Midas Touch Network, the MAGA Republican Party is not a conservative party. Do not call them conservatives. And when you watch this video, you will see why they're just no longer normal Republicans. This party is extremely dangerous, weird, cultish and utterly deranged and we just have to call it out and just show you these clips so you can see for yourself what it means to be a modern day republican which is a maga republican donald trump cult follower so let's go to the pre-show ted nugent the uh country singer was one of the first to speak and ted nugent begins his speech by saying that president Zelensky of ukraine is a homosexual play the clip i want my money back i didn't authorize any money to ukraine to some homosexual weirdo And then Ted Nugent wants to take a moment of silence for the January 6th insurrectionist terrorists. Play the clip. Jack booted thugs by Uncle Sam who, who defy their oath to the Constitution and arrest Americans and do not allow them constitutional rights. A moment of silence for the political prisoners in the gulags of Washington, D.C. because of jack booted thugs in our own government. I'm a guitar player. I have a couple demands. Secure my border! I have a couple really good ideas. Give me my tax dollars back. I didn't authorize killing babies at Planned Parenthood. I want my tax dollars back. Then Ted Nugent says, the whole world sucks and now the United uh -huh. States is catching up. Play the uh -huh. clip. Glory, <laughs> glory, hallelujah, look, it's real America! I'm telling you, the whole world sucks, and America's catching up, but here in Waco, Texas, with the real shit kickers, this don't suck at all! Hey, look, everybody take a look! Take a good look around you. This is real Texas. And if you wanted to know what uh, MAGA propaganda TV was saying about Ted oh, Nugent, here, play this clip right here. This is where we're oh talking about where Ted Nugent started off his speech by saying that President Zelensky is a homosexual and other horrific, oh disgusting, God. and despicable things. This is what the MAGA propaganda TV had Fucking to say. Terrorists. Play the clip. Uh, his remarks, amazing, about Zelensky and I want my money <laughs> back. He is channeling what a lot of Americans feel, not just uh, at the rallies, but I suspect some of the real uh, Americans we'll talk to in a minute, and people at home who are streaming this live, who are undoubtedly cheering along with Ted Nugent. Next up, Marjorie Taylor Greene, the MAGA Republican extremist, insurrectionist, conspiracy <clears throat> theorist, who is now one of the main leaders in the Republican Party. She consistently has Good basically luck, served as the uh, acting 
uh, Speaker of the House in the ceremonial role, uh, leading the proceedings in the House of Representatives uh, at the behest of Kevin McCarthy. Here, Marjorie Taylor Greene is saying that uh, Donald Trump won in 2016 and 2020, spreading election lies over and over again. Play the clip. Don't apply makeup on mature skin before listening to this. Applying foundation and concealer evens out the... Democrats have weaponized the government against President Trump, all for the crime of beating Hillary Clinton and winning the 2016 presidential election. We don't consider that a crime, do we? No, we elected him. We elected him in 2016, and we also elected him in 2020, didn't we? And like Ted Nugent and all the MAGA Republicans, here's Marjorie Taylor Greene attacking Ukraine and President Zelensky. We should be bombing the Mexican cartels and defending our border, not funding a war in Ukraine, defending their border. Next up is MAGA Republican extremist Matt Gates. He's dressed like he is a uh, casino uh, like who works in a casino. I don't know what, how I would describe this outfit. Um, but Matt Gates, in very, very, very typical MAGA Republican cult fashion, says only Donald Trump can save us. Only Donald Trump can rescue us. Pathetic. Play the clip. President Trump has come to our rescue before, and he's ready now. Only Donald Trump could have rescued us from Hillary Clinton. Now we have Matt Gates channeling his homophobia and uh, saying horrific things about Pete Buttigieg and Elizabeth Warren. Play the clip. Sure, we play the village people at our rallies, but look at the Democrats bench. They've got Pete Buttigieg as their fake construction worker and Elizabeth Warren as their fake Indian. Then we go to one of the big MAGA Republican influencers, the uh, fascist owner of a pillow company, Mike Lindell, who was there at the White House encouraging Donald Trump to uh, declare martial law and appoint Cash Patel as the head of the CIA. Here is Mike Lindell saying that Donald Trump's call in Georgia was absolutely perfect and there wasn't any crime because Donald Trump just wanted people to actually find the votes deranged play the clip one of the things that i look at too is that call in georgia that call with crooked brad rassenberger the secretary of state of georgia when he made that call it was the best call in history that showed he had the numbers right in front of him that the election was fixed that there was in georgia he had all the numbers of the dead people that voted the non-residents and yet they flipped that and try and use it against him by sound biting you know pieces out of there remember he said fine find us some votes find the votes they were all there you know they were all there and here is mike lindell attacking ron desantis ron desantis was one of the people who built this maga cult and you can't go after the cult leader in this weird cult gathering play the clip what's going on right now people also ask me about trojan horse ron desantis okay I mean, I could sit here and go on and on about that, but he pretty much uh, done himself in last week with his comments about our great president being arrested. And, and the best thing he could do would be endorse Donald Trump tomorrow morning. That would make sense, wouldn't it?
pretty fitting scene so far, right? I mean, we are in Waco, Texas, and I mean, is there really any difference between the Branch Davidians and MAGA Republicans? Is there really any difference between David Koresh and Donald Trump? Right, let's keep going through what is taking place here. This is Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick saying that when Donald Trump was president, there were no drag queens, there was no diversity and inclusion. That's something new that's been created. Play the clip. When Donald Trump was president, there was no DEI or ESG or drag queen shows with children attending. He wouldn't have put up with that for one moment. Here's Dan Patrick again saying that Donald Trump is responsible for America fearing its own military. Play the clip. President Trump made America respect our military, fear our military, because he said, you come after my men and women, I'm coming after you. Then Marjorie Taylor Greene gave some interviews with uh, MAGA propaganda TV. And here in this interview, she says uh, she's attacking Alvin Bragg, the Manhattan district attorney who's criminally investigating Donald Trump, and attacking Alvin Bragg and being incredibly anti-Semitic. And here's Marjorie Taylor Greene saying that Alvin Bragg is taking his orders from his master, uh, George Soros. I mean, racist, anti-Semitic, despicable. Play the clip. Here we have a Manhattan DA, Alvin Bragg, on the verge of breaking the law as he's trying to please his master, George Soros, and bring these charges uh, charges against President Trump. It's unbelievable. Bogus. And here Marjorie Taylor Greene, I guess, is threatening the nation, saying, once we cross the line, if you charge Donald Trump, we'll never be able to go back. Play the clip. You see this Manhattan DA, Alvin Bragg, he's on the verge of breaking the law for bringing fake charges against President Trump and attacking, politically attacking, the top Republican presidential candidate of 2024. I'm telling you right now, once we cross this line in this country, America is over as you know it. And we have truly turned a corner. That's why Alvin Bragg has to stop what he's doing, wake up for his Trump derangement syndrome, and do not bring charges against an innocent President Trump. Going back to MAGA Republican weird cult TV, I think this network is called Real American Voices. It's utterly, utterly pathetic. And here the host says, uh, what, what this really is here is this is a spiritual battle. This is a battle of good versus evil, and Donald Trump is our savior. Play the clip. When we were at the villages here in Florida yesterday, Shemaine and David, a lot of people were saying that the power of prayer is what we need now more than ever, that this is a spiritual war, this is a battle between good and evil. Uh, might that be what Ted is going to talk about? Because it's been a heck of a week where we have these dark forces still coming after Donald Trump. He's fighting back. I think it sets the table for what's going to be a very interesting rally, Shemaine. And here are people being interviewed. Here are some of the cult members. These are, this is what a modern day Republican looks like. Uh, and they talk the, the same things, good and evil, spiritual battle. Donald Trump is here to save us. Play this clip. 
and he believes in God, you know, this is between good and evil. And we've got some swamp people up there that we need to line up and take some snapshots of with some numbers across their oh. chest. Yeah. We need to lock them up. Them. Nobody yeah. Like them. yeah, no doubt about it. Quick last thought from you. Uh, we hear some cheers here. Here's another group of people from that same uh, network. There they say, like Jesus Christ, Donald Trump is their savior. Her, her, Horrific stuff. Play this clip. And I said, Dear Mr. Bragg, I hope you had a restful weekend and had some time to be on your knees praying to our God Almighty about your decision regarding our precious, precious President Donald J. Trump. How would you like to be in his shoes? His torture brings to mind what Jesus Christ went through to save us. President Trump is our savior in this country. There's no one else who can make us whole and great again. Please do not continue to tarnish and persecute this precious, precious man. He is only a man. He is only human. And we are all human. Have forgiveness in your heart for all the damage that everyone has done to him. And please do not continue. Thank you. All right. What do you think, guys? That's beautiful. I like it. And keeping it classy, getting to the point, telling the truth. Drinking warm water before bed shrinks a swollen prostate overnight. Thousands of men are regaining control of their bladders before uh, the event. Here, This is a uh, video of Mickey Larson. So if you want to know who Mickey Larson is, Mickey Larson is a uh, January 6th uh, insurrectionist. Uh, and just watch what, uh, you know, she was, char- she was dressed as uh, Captain America. Um, when Mickey Larson uh, entered the Capitol building uh, as an insurrectionist. And here is Mickey Larson at this event. Play the clip. Voice from our collective voice, our government of we the people, of the people, by the people, for the people, is also a terrorist. And if they're an American citizen, they are a traitor. They made the decision that we the people no longer have a right to govern ourselves. I'm a proud digital soldier, Proxmanian, and January 6, 2021, inmate number 376303. I was given the max sentence of 180 days for unlawful entry public. I served 161 days in Washington, D.C. Correctional Treatment Facility, a.k.a. jail, from 30 September 22 through 9 March 23. We the people are ready to fight. Diamonds are coal under pressure. Be the diamond. And never let anyone or anything dull your shine. Shine like the brightest star you are. The best is yet to come. Justice will be served. Where we go one, we go all, is how we make journey fall. Patriots, it's time to stand tall. We're ready to fight. We're ready to fight. It's come time for us to fight for the U.S. of A. for our great land. We need to fight for the good of all because there are so many that are truly appalled. We have a nation that is exceptionally great. The ones that did this are full of hate. They have no idea how strong we are. 
We're even stronger now. Stronger by far. We won't hide behind closed doors. We won't do that anymore. Yes, we will be more aware. What they did just wasn't fair. Well, surely the media is doing what we're doing at Midas Touch Network and calling this out. Surely, right? No, of course not. This is what uh, the New York Times uh, had to say in a recent article. Uh, they said... Donald J. Trump, the former primetime reality TV star known for his love of big stages and vast crowds, has embraced a more humbling and traditional style on the campaign trail in recent months. They, they normalize these events. They, they act like this is, this is Republicans. And, and if you criticize this, if you do what we're doing here at the Midas Touch Network, if you look at what I just showed you and you go, that is some weird stuff. That is some cult behavior. What the heck is that? If you do that, well, you're just being a partisan. You're, you're, you're a Democrat. And, and how dare you criticize these Republicans? You're just engaged in partisan bickering. You are a, you are a hyper-partisan leftist, Ben. What are you talking about? This is objectively weird stuff that I'm showing you. This is objectively not normal stuff. I refuse to be gaslit watching that and being told by large media networks and that try to both side something that this is a normal event. It isn't. It is deranged. It is QAnon cult pro-domestic terrorist, dangerous, despicable stuff. And the exhausted majority, the true silent majority, all of you who watch this, we look at that and we go, that is absolutely disgusting. And here's the thing, the exhausted majority, we're exhausted no more. Our voices are going to be heard. There are far more of us than of them. And I refuse to live in a United States of America where Ted Nugent's and Marjorie Taylor Greens and Matt Gates and whatever the heck that propaganda network is, is normalized. I refuse to do it. I love this country too much. I love our Constitution too much. I love what America stands for internationally too much. And I refuse to let those traitors, those domestic terrorists, those insurrectionists, those people who you saw there who disgrace our country and our great Constitution every day to call themselves patriots. They are the opposite. They are traitors. They are traitors to this nation, and collectively we are calling those traitors out. I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. Hit subscribe. We are growing and growing quick because we're not both sidesing the issues thanks to your incredible support. So please hit subscribe. Help us get to two million subscribers in 2023 we are headed to two million subscribers hit the subscribe button right now also check us out at patreon.com slash midas touch p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash midas touch also wherever you get your audio podcast just search midas touch podcast search Midas Touch Podcast, wherever you get your audio. Until next time, I'm Ben Micellis. Okay, hit subscribe on our YouTube channel now. Lock him up. Indictment season is upon us. Celebrate with the new indictment season t-shirt and v-neck exclusively at store.midastouch.com.
Okay, move over, Rover. Right. There's Scott Pilot. Jimmy Russell, you can, look, you can barely hear that. Country giving countless Americans a new shot at home ownership and a real shot at the American dream. We will build new monuments to our great American That's heroes. Weird. We will tear them down. You make we'll it look like up. there's a halo around there. homeless camps from our inner that cities. Is Get rid of weird. ugly buildings that are hurting those cities and other places and return to the magnificent classical style of Western wow, civilization. Here Donald Trump talks about, he goes, nobody laughed at us when he was the president. People, a little okay. search warrant, the Branch Davidians started shooting at the ATF members. Four ATF members died, and after a 51-day uh, standoff, uh, dozens of Branch Davidians uh, died as well. But uh, the Branch Davidian Waco situation is something frequently uh, that is talked about by domestic terrorists, and it was actually what was pointed to by the Oklahoma City bombing, uh, the terrorist Timothy McVeigh. Uh, when he carried out the Oklahoma City bomb. So this is why Donald Trump chose to speak in Waco, Texas uh, on the 30th anniversary. This is also one of the reasons why the House MAGA Republicans held a hearing uh, this past week where they attacked the ATF and are calling for the abolition and defunding the ATF. But let's go back now to the event, and I want to play you some clips so you can just see for yourself just how completely deranged Donald Trump Trump is and this event is. And then after, I want to talk to you about the media coverage of this event so you can see how incongruent and just how both sides the media tries to present this complete and utter insanity that I'm about to show you. So going to Donald Trump's speech, again, in front of a very small crowd in Waco, Texas, maybe a thousand people, a few thousand people, not a big crowd at all. During the speech, Donald Trump began by talking about how he talked to Putin, how Putin's on top of his game, how President Xi's on top of his game, uh, how Putin is going to take over Ukraine. Here, play this clip. I used to talk to Putin. I got along well with Putin. I used to talk to Putin about it. It's something he certainly had in his mind. Never even talked about it. For four years, you didn't even hear about it. As soon as I was out or left or however you want to describe that catastrophe, they started putting soldiers on the border. But even then, he didn't want to do it. He wanted to get a piece. Now it looks like he'll end up probably getting the whole thing. But I've never seen anything like it, what's happened. And if you saw the other day with 
President Xi, smart, top of his game. President Putin, smart. Very smart people standing there talking about the world order for the next 100 years. That's one of the saddest things you can imagine. One of the saddest. Oh, and I forgot to mention that at the start of the event, before Donald Trump spoke, uh, they told the crowd to put your hands over your heart uh, for the singing of the Justice for All song by Donald Trump and the January 6th choir. Watch this. Disgusting cult behavior. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please rise and place your hand over your heart for the number one song on iTunes, Amazon, and the Billboard charts. Justice for All, featuring President Donald J. Trump and the J6 Choir. Then Donald Trump pivots to the big lie and spreading conspiracy theories about the 2020 election. Fucking kidding me? Donald Trump saying that he won in 2016 and 2020. Play the clip. They don't like it. election. Here's Donald Trump saying that. Here's Donald Trump saying that he won in 2016 and 2020. Play the clip. They don't like it. Here's Donald Trump saying that he won in 2016 and 2020. Play the clip. They don't like it. We won by much more in 2020, but it was rigged. Donald Trump then blames the United States Supreme. Blames the United States 2020 election are sacred and now that lawyers have to testify a sacred profession to be a lawyer uh, what the fuck wait i got lost you can see how incongruent and just how both sides the media tries to present this complete and utter insanity that i'm about to show you so going to Donald Trump's speech, again, in front of a very small crowd in Waco, Texas, maybe a thousand people, a few thousand people, not a big crowd at all. During the speech, Donald Trump began by talking about how he talked to Putin, how Putin's on top of his game, how President G's on top of his game, uh, how Putin is going to take over Ukraine. Here, play this clip. How take over Ukraine here. Uh, how Putin is going to take over Ukraine. Here, play this clip. I used to talk to Putin. I got game out. President G. Putin's on top of his game. Out. President G's on top of his game. Uh, how Putin is going to game out. President G's on top of his game. Uh, how Putin is going to take over Ukraine. Here, his game out. President G's on top of his game.
14th Amendment. His game, how President G's on top of his game, uh, how Putin is going to take. Sounds like treason to me. Honestly, why do you guys put up with this crap? Tell the DOJ to indict all the insurrectionists and tell Congress to expel them. His game, how President G's on top of his game, uh, how Putin is going to take. Sounds like treason to me. Honestly, why do you guys put up with this crap? Tell the DOJ to indict all the insurrectionists and tell Congress to expel them. His game, how President G's on top of his game, uh, how Putin is going to take. Sounds like treason to me. Honestly, why? J to indict all the insurrectionists. is going to take sounds like treason to me Is gonna take. Sounds like treason to me. Honestly, why do you guys put up with this crap? Tell the DOJ to indict all the insurrectionists and tell 
of his game, and President Xi's on top of his game, and uh, Putin is going to take Game and President Xi's on top of his game. Uh, uh, Putin is going to take. His game and President Xi's on top of his game. Uh, uh, Putin is going to take. Game and President Xi's on top of his game. Uh, uh, Putin is going to take. Tell the DOJ to indict all the insurrectionists and tell Congress to expel them. His game out. President Xi's on top of his game. So now I'm taking a um, thumbnail, I'm creating a thumbnail. Taking a couple still shots too, which I use on my thumbnails from like the best ones. For my um, podcast. I look determined there, so that's cool. Like a heart shaped face. Okay. Um. Get these motherfuckers like clickbait the fucking right wing nuts. Yeah. 
Oops, I should have, I should have um, tagged it just to compress. Okay, tiny crowds, total failure. I used to talk to Putin. I got along well with Putin. I used to talk to Putin about it. It's something he certainly had in his mind. Never face. even talked about it. For four years, you didn't his even hear about it. Darkened out. As soon as I was out or left or however you want to describe that catastrophe, they started putting soldiers on the border. But even then, he didn't want to do it. He wanted to get a peace. Now it looks like he'll end up probably getting the whole thing. But I've never seen anything like it, what's happened. And if you saw the other day with President Xi, smart, top of his game. President Putin, smart. Very smart people standing there talking about the world order for the next 100 years. That's one of the saddest things you can imagine. One of the saddest. Oh, and I forgot to mention that at the start of the event, before Donald Trump spoke, uh, they told the crowd to put your hands over your heart uh, for the singing of the Justice for All song by Donald Trump and the January 6th wire watch this wow. disgusting cult behavior ladies and gentlemen please rise and place your hand over your heart for the number one song on itunes amazon and the billboard charts justice for all featuring president donald j trump and the j6 choir pivots to the big lie and spreading conspiracy theories about the 2020 election here's donald trump saying that he won in 2016 and 2020 play the clip they don't like it they don't like it we won in 2016 we won by much more in 2020 but it was rigged donald trump then blames the united states supreme court for why he lost in the 2020 election and says the supreme court didn't do the right thing and he also goes and says that tax returns are sacred and that he thought lawyers are sacred. And now that lawyers have to testify, it uh, is no longer a sacred profession to be a lawyer. Uh, I have no clue what he's talking about uh, here. Well, sacred I'll surmise what he's talking about. Well, his tax returns were turned profession? over. The Supreme Court ordered that they be turned over. And there is not a complete taxpayer's privilege where you engage in criminal conduct. Also, every single president turned over their tax returns other than Donald Trump, who lied that he was being audited. And that's the reason why he couldn't turn over uh, his returns. And then the reason that his lawyer had to testify or his lawyers have had to testify before the criminal grand jury and special counsel Jack Smith's ongoing investigation is because federal courts and federal judges have made determinations that Donald Trump was using the legal representation in furtherance of a criminal scheme. Here, play this clip of Donald Trump. But the Supreme Court is afraid, just like Republicans are afraid, to do something about what has happened. And they have to fight. The Supreme Court didn't have the courage to right the wrong of the 2020 election. They knew what was going on. Tax returns were always considered sacred. Lawyers, in their own way, if you can believe this, were considered sacred. Today, lawyers go before grand juries all over this place if they happen to be lawyers representing Republicans, and they treat lawyers like they're criminals. It used to be if you had a lawyer, the lawyer was somebody that was very much considered from the standpoint of what we're talking about above reproach. Now they get thrown in with everybody else, and it's a very 
unusual situation that's taking place. And again, legal scholars can't believe what they're witnessing. Here, Donald Trump talks about Stormy Daniels and said there wasn't an affair. And he goes and uses a misogynistic and just hateful uh, term that he calls her. He calls her horse face. Here, play this clip. You know, uh, Marjorie is here. Truth to vote. And they found at least five million instances on tape. And the courts didn't want to even look at it. The district attorney of New York, under the auspices and direction of the Department of Injustice in Washington, D.C., was investigating me for something that is not a crime, not a misdemeanor, not an affair. I never liked horseface. I never liked I never. It's just not. It's a terrible thing. That wouldn't be the one. There is no one. We have a great first lady. Then Donald Trump tells the crowd how he never knew what a subpoena meant before, and now he's able to recognize, based on the color, what the type of subpoena he's receiving. Play this clip. I didn't know what subpoena meant. Now I'm one of the kings. I know I can look at the color. I can tell you where that one came from. Oh, that's a nice... Now, if I didn't do all that stuff, or if I was doing badly in the polls, instead of the numbers we were at 69 and 59 to a very small number, uh, it would, you know, they wouldn't be going after me. When they go after me, they're going after you. Donald Trump's next big thing he's talking about with the crowd is baby bonuses. This is part of the dog whistle that he makes about white replacement theory. And so his whole thing is, is, is it's very much in line with kind of authoritarians and very kind of Hitler-esque about supporting a master race. And he's not using those exact terms, but what he's referring to the crowd is we need a baby boom. And he's referring to certain types of babies. Here, play this clip. We will support baby bonuses. So many people like that for the new baby boom that will be coming. We need babies. So then he goes from talking about baby bonuses to freedom cities. He wasn't able to even build a wall. He claimed Mexico was going to pay for it. They didn't pay for it. Steve Bannon claimed that he was going to go fund me, raise a, a GoFundMe money, which Steve Bannon then used for uh, himself, apparently, and he's being criminally prosecuted out of uh, New York, and Donald Trump pardoned Steve Bannon for that. But Donald Trump couldn't even do the most basic tasks. Uh, he couldn't even figure out how to, like, uh, just do anything. And now he's saying um, he's going to build freedom cities. He couldn't build it. He couldn't get infrastructure, couldn't get a health care plan. And now he's saying he's going to build new freedom, new freedom cities, new monuments and classical style buildings. Play this clip. Talking about greatness for our country again, our objective will be a quantum leap in American standards of living. We will hold a competition to build new freedom cities throughout our country, giving countless Americans a new shot at home ownership and a real shot at the American dream. We will build new monuments to our great American heroes. We won't tear them down. We'll build them up. Clean out homeless camps from our inner cities. Get rid of ugly buildings that are hurting those cities and other places and return to the magnificent classical style of Western 
civilization. Here Donald Trump talks about, he goes, nobody laughed at us when he was the president. People literally laughed at you. People are still laughing at you. Foreign countries are laughing. Everybody is laughing at you. It's all projection for Donald Trump. Here, play this clip. The whole place was laughing. They're laughing in our country. We don't want anyone to laugh. Nobody laughed at our country when I ran it, I can tell you that. Here Donald Trump talks about dirty airports. Uh, and that there aren't enough pilots to fly planes, and he talks about it to this weird, ominous music in the background. Play the clip. A nation where once revered airports are dirty, they're a crowded mess. You sit and wait for hours and then are notified that the plane won't leave. When it will, where ticket prices have tripled, they don't have the pilots to fly the planes. They don't seek qualified air traffic controllers. And they just don't know what the hell they are doing. Here, Donald Trump lies and claims that there have been many prosecutors who have resigned from their job in uh, New York and other places because they thought that Donald Trump was innocent. And then Donald Trump refers to some of the prosecutors one, who did leave the Manhattan District Attorney's Office Shit. as human scum. I'll play this clip. He said, let's go get Trump. They even had numerous prosecutors who resigned because I was being treated unfairly. That made me feel so good when I heard that. Think of it. People actually in a Democrat area, Democrat office, they resigned. Did you know that? They resigned. A lot of them resigned the office because they said, you can't treat a man like this. He didn't do anything wrong. But the two yeah, lead prosecutors, name one absolute human scum. <laughs> One, a Hillary Clinton lawyer from a Hillary Clinton law firm. Do you believe that? No. How about a guy who represents Hillary Clinton? He's in a law firm that represents Democrats. It's headed up by Chuck Schumer's brother, this law firm, Robert Schumer. Think of this. Think of this. The fuck is wrong with you people? And he calls up the prosecutor. Think of this. He calls up the district attorney of Manhattan. He said, I'd like to come and work for free. I'm going to leave. I represent Hillary Clinton. We represent the DNC, the Democrat Party. I don't even know if you know this. And he said, I want to work for free. He's a bad guy, known as a bad guy. I want to work for free to get Trump. And they bring him into the office. He becomes the head prosecutor. Then you had another one similar. And then he goes out and he quits because the head of the office, who I respected, but then he went bad because he came to pressure. But the head of the office said, no, we can't get him on anything. He didn't do anything wrong. Changed his mind a little bit on a couple of little things, but that's okay. But he was under a great deal of pressure. Now I understand that he's made up his mind and he agrees with his original feeling that we did nothing wrong. And here's Donald Trump telling the crowd that not only is he innocent, he claims he's the most innocent person ever. (laughs) Everything he says is a lie. Play the clip. And yet after going over 11 million pages of documents, I built a great company. They've got nothing. They've got nothing. Think of it. About 17 felony counts of fraud, motherfucker. And my tax returns on top of it. And they're a big, rich 